Welcome to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager. My guests today are Michael Hyatt. He's a member of the Tucson Samaritans. And Jim Marks, he's a member of No More Deaths. The Tucson Samaritans and No More Deaths present Trails of Hope and Terror, a documentary film by Vincent De La Torre based on a book by Miguel A. De La Torre. That film's going to be appearing at The Loft on Thursday, December 4th. Welcome. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Talk about the history of the Tucson Samaritans and No More Deaths. Well, I um, joined Tucson Samaritans um, back in 2002 after uh, being a member of uh, Humane Borders for a while. I was invited to come and uh, join Tucson Samaritans um, and help uh, out with their mission in the desert, which is somewhat different from Humane Borders in that Humane Borders has water tanks stationary in the desert and you drive trucks out and you fill up tanks and along migrant trails. Uh, But with Samaritans at that time, uh, we would drive the highways and back roads looking for anybody in distress, usually had some medical uh, uh, supplies with us and food and water and uh, that was the early days. Uh, things changed uh, when um, Ed McCullough got involved and started mapping the migrant trails. Even though we were doing some hiking on trails, it became uh, apparent that that was the best, most efficient way for us to go out into the desert to uh, not only look for people, but to find locations where we knew they were coming through and leave some supplies, water, maybe some food packs, things like that. So that's how I got involved, and that was, well, about 12 years ago. Jim Marks, talk about No More Deaths. No More Deaths was founded in 2004, and it was actually a coalition of humanitarian organizations that came together, and uh, the purpose at that time was to respond to the crisis um, of migrants, and especially migrant deaths in the Arizona uh, Sonoran Desert. I got involved in 2008, long after Michael was uh, out there with with Samaritans. My involvement actually involved going through a training at uh, Samaritans. And uh, it was, in fact, Ed McCullough who invited my wife and I to join him, uh, you know, for the very first time to go out to the desert and to uh, help him map trails so that we could begin to learn about what was going on. And our very first trip out there, three miles west of Aravaca, the town of Aravaca, we spotted uh, someone in the ditch. And Ed turned the vehicle around, and as he did so, this person got up, stumbled to the truck, and said, Awa, Awa, and then collapsed. And my wife was with us, Maureen was with us, and we both jumped out, all three of us jumped out, and um, it turns out that he was in very bad shape. And what we learned was that he was someone who had gone back to Mexico to see his family. And he'd been living in in California for about 20 years, married to an American wife, American children, but had gone back repeatedly. And in the early decade of the 2000s, was now having trouble getting back. And, And what he told us was that his guide had left him, didn't wake him, and he was lost in the desert for three or four days. And so we ended up calling the squad, the Arabaca squad, and we never did learn what happened to him. So that was my very first experience. And so I started attending No More Deaths meetings. Uh, I found myself emotionally very upset, very, you know, very 
angry, actually, that we could treat people this way. And I decided that, uh, you know, I could stay angry or I could get involved and then kick that involvement up to a level that's continued to this day. Yeah, the um, experience I had on my very first Samaritan's trip is that uh, I was traveling with a doctor. We were on uh, 286 heading south and went off on a dirt road, came back on the highway, and there was uh, a man standing there on the other side, kind of hunched over and obviously in need. And as it turned out, he had been uh, lost for about four days. He'd crossed the Babakiveri Range. And he had very blistered feet. And that was my first day mm-hmm. out there in the desert as well. So we uh, rendered um, medical attention, bandaged up his feet, and um, sent him on his way. Mm-hmm. One of the things that um, that we should tell is that the, the Samaritans and No More Deaths do a lot of similar kinds of work, do a lot of similar kinds of work. The cooperation between our organizations, I think, has been one uh, that we, we all want to be proud of because uh, we support each other very, very well, I think. No More Deaths, when it was created in 2004, took on the added task of actually setting up a camp four or five miles east of Aravaca that is, in fact, uh, uh, there today. And in 2012, 2011, actually, we put a medical tent out there, thanks to Jean Lefebvre and Sarah Roberts, uh, who won an award uh, with some money connected to it. And that medical tent uh, has served a great number of people who are coming in dehydrated, uh, blistered feet, uh, or in many other, you know, sprained ankles, knees. Um, and from that that camp, there are a great number of patrols that we go out, uh, water drops that we do. Um, with winter coming on particularly, uh, we are now out there with blankets. We, we bring food out, beans, uh, what we call food packs, uh, just a lot of a lot of uh, supplies that people are in need of at this time. We went from a, a summer volunteer program to an all-year-round program, which requires a great deal of uh, commitment on the part of volunteers uh, for that to happen. You know, again, uh, what we share with Samaritans is the you know the patrolling of a lot of trails now and, and a lot of roadways. Yeah, so that cooperation has been you know really really wonderful over the past several years. Uh, we call ourselves sister organizations, yeah. and it all goes back to the early days uh, with Humane Borders, and when Samaritans started, there was uh, equal support uh, between the two groups. Along uh, came No More Deaths, and um, we've all just been trying to help each other out. Uh, we each have a uh, little bit different uh, missions out there in the desert, but it all goes back to the... Uh, uh, my experience, and I know Jim's as well, of us hearing about the dramatic increase in uh, migrant deaths in the desert. I think I heard about it right here on KXCI the first time uh, on uh, a view from slightly off-center. It was news. It became big news. Uh, the Arizona Daily Star, uh, the Tucson Weekly, started publishing articles about uh, things had changed and how they had changed, what brought the change about uh, as Jim knows, U.S. Border Patrol stepped up efforts in some of the major cities along the U.S.-Mexico coast. They started shutting down the traditional corridors that forced people into uh, dangerous parts of the desert, um, thinking originally that it would be a deterrent, but it wasn't. Um, what they didn't take into account is the fact that uh, depending on the individual and where they come from, 
these people are destitute. They don't have a means of supporting their family. They need to find that uh, support. They can't sit around uh, in their village or wherever and uh, not do something. They hear about jobs in the United States, and they come. As we know, many risked their lives, and many have perished in the desert. And so these humanitarian groups uh, have answered the call to do something about uh, this, to try to stem the tide of deaths, to try to also uh, inspire our government to, uh, to find ways to uh, lessen uh, the risks that people take in the desert, to improve the immigration system, and hopefully Obama's going to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. Uh, and so we, we keep doing the work. You know, many of us thought that this work would have been done a long time ago and we'd be off to doing other sorts of things, perhaps other mm-hmm. types of humanitarian work, but uh, at least uh, that uh, our government would have uh, made the move and uh, certainly uh, made a change. But in the last year, how many people died? The statistic for this 2013-14 uh, is 121. Mm-hmm. 121 people died. Um, one of the things that we become aware of, however, is that that statistic is probably way too low uh, because migrants that we run into will tell us they saw remains here, you know, mm-hmm. there in the desert. The thing that's important about that statistic is, uh, in fact, we, we heard people say, oh, that's wonderful. There's less people dying. There are actually less people crossing today, but the number who are dying is higher. The ratio is actually nothing for us to be proud of. You're listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. My guests today are Jim Marks from No More Deaths and Michael Hyatt from the Tucson Samaritans. We're hearing more about about their groups and also an upcoming project they're collaborating on. They're bringing uh, to Tucson a screening of Trails of Hope and Terror a documentary film by Vincent de la Torre based on a book by Miguel A. de la Torre. That movie taking place on Thursday, December 4th at the Loft Cinema. Amanda, what we should probably tell people is that uh, Miguel de la Torre's book explores the plight of undocumented Latin American immigrants from their perspectives. And it's through the stories of two young teenage girls One's a story of hope and the other one's a story of terror. That The film explores how our broken immigration laws create oppression and, and repression. And so Miguel's son uh, is a young filmmaker who actually took his dad's book and, uh, you know, turned it into, you know, this documentary. Two years ago at the La Luce conference here in Tucson at uh, Most Holy Trinity Church, a few hundred people gathered. Michael Miguel de la Torre was there, actually, with his son, mm-hmm. and interviewed a group of Samaritan volunteers and No More Deaths volunteers. I happen to be one of the people that was interviewed. But they also came out to the desert. Uh, they walked the trails. They went across the border into Mexico. And, and actually, um, as we will see when we watch this film, it is an expose of what um, you know people are experiencing that, you know, so often is just not known by the wider public. Yes, uh, we've seen the um, trailer for the film, and it's uh, it's a powerful film uh, from what I can tell, from what I can gather. One of the things uh, about it uh, that's really disturbing that uh, is portrayed in the film is the uh, anti-humanitarian efforts out in the desert from mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. Uh, vigilante groups or the Border Patrol destroying of... Um, 
property that uh, has been placed in the desert by either humane borders or Samaritans or no more deaths, water jugs, water tanks, uh, people out there who um, would rather see somebody die in the desert, I guess, than uh, allow uh, water to be placed in the desert uh, and anything that would stem the tide of death. So uh, be prepared uh, in seeing this film. By the way, there's only 98 seats in the theater we're uh, presenting the film at. We've sold quite a few tickets so far. So uh, we hope that you will come and join us on December 4th. There's actually uh, two aspects to uh, this presentation. We're going to have the filmmaker and his father here uh, who will speak after the film. But prior to the film, starting at 6 o'clock, we have a meet and greet with the filmmakers. There's hors d'oeuvres and... We've got a signed poster, stuff like that. Uh, just get to know the filmmaker and his father who wrote the book. Uh, and then we'll see the screening, and then we have uh, an expert panel who will join the filmmakers uh, at the end of the film to um, discuss aspects of what uh, we've seen in the film and uh, try to put a focus on how to resolve some of these uh, uh, very uh, damaging aspects of Border Patrol policy, of U.S. government policy, of uh, the other aspects uh, that are so troubling that uh, we're, we're working against. Let's listen to the trailer. What do you do with someone who breaks into your house, who fixes your deck, who takes care of your garden, who cleans your house, who makes you dinner, who takes care of your children? What is the appropriate penalty for that person? killing of a Mexican immigrant by U.S. border officers two years shot ago. Shot killed a 15-year-old Mexican boy on Mexican soil. Agent shot and killed a mother of five while she was in the driver's seat of the car. White advocates called it a brutal beating. The police are investigating Rojas' death. We're seen as an economic, political, cultural threat to this country, to the state of Arizona, and that's what we are, no matter whether we have status uh, as quote-unquote legal or as illegal. How could I possibly let somebody die here in my backyard? I never, never thought I would still be walking out here bringing water and looking for food out here on the desert. Honestly, we don't want any more tragedies out here. I was in tears, uh, uh, almost uh, uncontrollable anger. I mean, the fact that they're pushed into these very difficult parts of the desert uh, and are, you know, walking um, when they should be actually in hospitals. This is no way to treat uh, another human being. Sometimes it's easy if you don't know the situation. If you don't understand it, you can just have an opinion, good or bad, that's it. We are all human beings. We are not illegals, we are not aliens. We all deserve the right to an education. When a nation builds roads into another country to extract its raw material and cheap labors, we shouldn't be surprised when people take those same roads following everything that has been stolen from them. You're listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. We just listened to uh, the trailer for Trails of Hope and Terror. It's a documentary film by Vincent De La Torre based on a book by Miguel De La Torre. Uh, that film is going to be at The Loft on Thursday, December 4th. It's a collaboration, a fundraiser for Tucson Samaritans and No More Deaths. 
I'm joined in the studio with Michael Hyatt from Tucson Samaritans and Jim Marks from No More Deaths. Yes, uh, a little bit more about the film. Uh, It's designed to unmask the underlying causes of this oppression. The oppression we're talking about uh, being uh, the kind of things that people go through trying to get through the desert to find either be reunited with their families or find work. The film focuses on why we have an immigration problem, how the militarization of the border creates abuse and death, and how people, based on their religious convictions, stand in solidarity with the disenfranchised. film runs... 75 minutes. It will begin at 7 p.m. at the Loft Cinema on Speedway. Tickets are available at the Loft Cinema box office or online. $15 for uh, general seating. There's a $30 ticket that includes the meet and greet with uh, the filmmakers uh, as well as the hors d'oeuvres, the special poster, just a gathering. It starts at 6 p.m. More information is also available at TucsonSamaritans.org and NoMoreDeaths.org. The date is Thursday, December 4th at the Loft Cinema. We hope you'll join us there. Though I'd like to just say a little bit more about some of the No More Deaths work. We describe our mission as uh, ending death and suffering on the U.S.-Mexico border, and it's very similar to the Samaritan's mission. Uh, We're an all-volunteer group and we're a coalition of people of conscience working openly and in community to uphold fundamental human rights. So we talk a great deal about desert work, and that certainly has been the focus uh, over the years because uh, that's where people are dying. That's where people Mm -hmm. are, you know, so challenged and risking their lives. But in this quest to end death and suffering in the desert, well, there's a very, very active group right now called Keep Tucson Together, and it's a group that meets every first and third Saturday down at Southside uh, Presbyterian. Its purpose is to work with um, people who are trying to get their paperwork in order so that they, uh, these are undocumented people whose paperwork, when in order, allows them uh, to stay. And um, right now, that group has done just amazing work through its volunteers and um, has one of the highest success rates in the country for closing cases. People often say to us, how can we get involved, you know, with Samaritans or with No More Deaths or Humane Borders? And one of the best ways to do that is to attend our meetings where you hear about these opportunities, such as uh, Keep Tucson Together always is looking for volunteers when they come down and will be trained and then to work with people. They've also worked with uh, DACA students, Deferred Action students or young people. And, um, again, the whole idea there is to, to get their paperwork in order and to uh, assist them so that uh, they are going to be living here hassle-free. Number Deaths has also um, done a fair amount of work in Nogales, um, both on, uh, in Nogales, Sonora. Volunteers bring phones down in which they try to make available to uh, migrants who have been deported and uh, who are trying to um, get in contact with their families wherever they are. And so the whole idea here would be uh, trying to promote family unification. Uh, the Red Cross has also partnered with No More Deaths at our camp by providing phones. So when we come across people in the desert, uh, and especially when they come into camp, we are then trying to, again, use the phones so that they can, in fact, connect with their families. Another project that's been uh, going on or ongoing has been what we call a harm reduction kit. They were called rehydration kits. But um, a couple of years ago, some of the volunteers came up with an idea for 
uh, how we can assist people, uh, especially crossing the desert when they run out of water. So these kits contain a couple of vials of Clorox that can be put into water through filters that uh, if they come across cattle tank water, uh, they could then filter it so that it would be safer to drink. Uh, we see so many people coming in the camp who drink water that is contaminated, and consequently they get sick. Uh, so these are just some of the efforts. The last one I'm going to mention is what's called abuse documentation. Um, abuse documentation has been done for a number of years and has actually led to three documents. Uh, one was called Crossing the Line, and the one that's about to be released uh, is called Shakedown, How Deportation Robs Immigrants of Their Money and Belongings. Uh, there's been a, a great amount of documentation over the last couple of years whereby people, uh, when they are picked up by Border Patrol, are often separated from their belongings that they never see again. And that includes uh, keepsakes. It includes their, their backpacks. It includes money. And so this, this report, which is, by the way, going to be released on December 3rd, is... Um, uh, all about that and with recommendations for how that could change. I'd like to mention that uh, Tucson Samaritans meets uh, every Tuesday night at Southside Presbyterian Church uh, right there on the corner of um, 23rd and 10th Avenue on the east side of the building. Uh, come on into the Kiva, 7 p.m. We have a meeting for about an hour, and during that meeting we get reports from the volunteers who have gone out into the desert that week. Uh, find out uh, what experiences they had, discuss uh, water drop locations and uh, other aspects of our uh, volunteer work. So um, we encourage you all to not only join Tucson Samaritans on Tuesday night, but No More Deaths meeting is Monday night, correct? Well, no More Deaths meeting happens on Monday nights at uh, St. Mark's Presbyterian, which is at 3809 East 3rd Street. It's just south of Speedway, just west of Albernon. And we meet in the southwest corner in the Knox room of that parish complex. I should also tell you that No More Deaths is a ministry of the Unitarian Universalist Church of Tucson. Uh, they are our fiscal sponsor, and uh, they uh, provide a lot of support for us as well. Tucson Samaritans is a, what did you call it? A uh, Well, we're under the wing of Southside <laughs> Presbyterian Church. Call it a ministry. A ministry. <laughs> I'm not sure we use that term. But in any case, um, it's... Uh, the home, the founding location of Tucson Samaritans. Uh, John Fife was the minister of the church at that time, and mm -hmm. his history in Tucson is uh, exemplary. It goes all the way back mm -hmm. to the 80s and the sanctuary movement. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of uh, very committed people in both organizations who volunteer their time, their labor, uh, their money in many cases, sometimes their automobiles, their supplies to just uh, go out into the desert uh, or go down to Nogales and try to alleviate some of the suffering that migrants experience, whether they're lost in the desert or they're abused by local authorities. We try to educate uh, ourselves as volunteers. Uh, we try to uh, work to humanize the border region. And we affirm compassion and hospitality along the border, mm -hmm. and we try to save lives and relieve suffering wherever it is, mm -hmm. and no matter who, whether they're documented or not. We've got an outstanding film, from what I gather, from seeing the trailer and from the film debuted in, uh, in Denver just uh, last week. So we want to encourage you all to uh, join us at the Loft Cinema for this very important uh, film project. 
the director, producer, uh, narrator, Vincent de la Torre, the son of Dr. Miguel A. de la Torre, who wrote mm. this book and, uh, and many others, this one titled Trails of Hope and Terror. Tickets are available at the Loft Cinema, uh, loftcinema.com, at the box office there. And uh, if you come to a meeting, uh, either Samaritans or No More Deaths, uh, shortly the week before, we'll have some tickets uh, that you can pick up at that time. At the uh, Loft Theater that evening, we will also have tables, uh, No More Deaths, and Samaritans will be tabling. And at that table, we will have materials uh, that, again, can help people educate themselves about these organizations. Um, A couple of things that I would like to just add. Michael mentioned Sanctuary, and as a matter of fact, there are several people right now in Sanctuary, one at Southside uh, Presbyterian, another one at St. Francis in the, I think it was at the Foothills. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're noticing that across the country, there is a movement now to provide sanctuary um, for people who have been here a long time and uh, who, who are, in fact, threatened with deportation but uh, for whom have been outstanding citizens in their community and they've got jobs and so on, uh, it's really important to understand that there's, there's just a lot going on. The other thing I would like to mention is that at the tables that night, we will likely mention uh, that there is a real big effort uh, at what we call search and rescue, search and recovery. And that involves when, when families whose loved ones have left their countries uh, Central America has been in the news a lot. And when they've left their countries and they can't locate them, they often contact No More Deaths, Samaritans, and Derechos Humanos, another group, a social justice group in town. With enough information, the search and rescue activities are organized, unfortunately, often with, with you know, very sad results. But it's an effort to try to bring closure, you know, for families who are trying to locate loved ones or at least learn with their fate. So there's a, there's a tremendous amount of activity going on, and, and this half hour does not give us enough time to get into all of those. But we sincerely hope everyone will attend this film at the Loft on December 4th so that we can get into a conversation. Because after the film, there's going to be a question and answer session, and that'll allow us then to get in more depth. So one other thing happening uh, the next day at Southside Presbyterian, Dr. De La Torre will be speaking uh, at... Uh, starting at 10.30 at Southside Presbyterian. That's uh, right on the corner of 23rd Street and 10th Avenue. So come to the film, learn about uh, the events the next day, also about the activities of the two groups who are collaborating on this very important film debut in Tucson. You've been listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. My guests today have been Michael Hyatt of Tucson Samaritans and Jim Marks of No More Deaths, both humanitarian groups here in Tucson and southern Arizona. They've collaborated to bring the film Trails of Hope and Terror to the Loft on Thursday, December 4th.